Now, this is The Dime. I'm your host, The Mad Jotter. Today's topics, NBA is back. Do we think that it should be? I'm going to break down the 22 teams that made it to the Orlando bubble restart. And then we're going to break down what to expect. I guess with week one, with opening week, the games that we're looking to see happen. And then we're just going to riff because I'm more interested in the drop. While a global pandemic is going on, the NBA season is coming back. Teams are going to come back. And there's only 22 of them that are coming back. And this is the breakdown. Twenty-two teams are coming back to play meaningful basketball. That's what we're being told. During a pandemic, mind you, to come back to play in the bubble in Florida. Now, am I wary of this? Of course. Um, names that are coming out that have contracted the virus. Um, Sixteen, now seventeen NBA players out of three hundred and two, right? that are slated to be in Orlando have contracted COVID. So I'm, I'm like, yo, NBA, get this right. Do the right thing. Figure out if it's worth having a season. I was the guy that was like, hey, just call it a wash. Let's, let's, let's just focus on the NBA draft, let's focus on free agency, let's focus on starting the, the new season. But oh, because of the pandemic and, and what's been going on in the world with, with social economics, everything was shut down. To restart the NBA, to come back, everybody's saying that we need something to do. I mean, we've been watching golf. We've been learning about stocks. We've been reading books. We've been doing everything that is needed to be done to keep our mind away from sports. I've become an avid YouTube watcher. Like, I have no idea how everybody else is dealing with this. But I become an avid YouTube watcher. So, to each his own, right? To each his own. But let's go ahead and break it down here. The NBA is coming back. We—that's that's me beating a dead horse. I'm because I, 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 I'm still like that—that that one guy that's like, yo, like, do you really need to come back? 
So we're done beating that dead horse. 22 teams are coming back. Going to play in a bubble in Orlando. Now let's break down those teams. Now this is basically eight games. It's an eight-game season for seeding. That's basically what it's, what it's being called. It's an eight-game season for seeding. In the Eastern Conference, because it's the weaker of the two conferences, they have nine teams coming back. Western Conference means they have 13 teams. Now, what is interesting out of the 13 teams in the Western Conference is, is they're basically playing for the eighth seed. And you know the NBA wants badly to have the Pelicans face the Lakers in the first round. That's, that's basically what you want to see. You want to see an old star versus a young star and you want to give a glimpse of the future. Granted, if we're talking about awards, Rookie of the Year is John Moran, hands down. And I would like to see the Grizzlies in the playoffs. And from what we've been told, from what we've been told, when we take a look at the season... We see that it does look like the Pelicans might have the upper hand here. When I say upper hand, I mean like they might have the easiest schedule. They might have the easiest schedule in regards to who they play and the the. I guess, are they favored to win? So let's just go over the teams, and then I'll go ahead and do a deep dive into the Pelicans because that that is going to be the talk, Zion, 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 Zion. We didn't get a chance to really see him throughout the season, but when we did, he was amazing. But let's go ahead and break it down. Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference, obviously we have the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, 76ers, the Nets, who KD and Kyrie are not coming back, and Spencer Dinwiddie has just been told that he has COVID-19. And then we have the Magic and the Wizards. Well, I'm only guessing the Wizards are in there because we want to see Bradley Beal because I have no idea why they're in there. But they needed to have a nine-team for seeding. And in the Western Conference, 13 teams. Obviously the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets. With, And I don't know how Jokic is going to come back. I, I don't know how COVID works. So I don't know if you've had it. Are you not going, are you not going to get it again? I, I, I have no idea. With the Denver Nuggets. I have no idea with the Denver Nuggets. So... Jokic is coming back, though. They're a three seed right now. Utah Jazz. With Mitchell and Rudy, Rudy has, they've stated that Rudy is still having complications or still still feels sick from COVID. 
That's that's what the speculation is. And Joe Engel and Joe Engel is not coming. He is not playing from the reports that I've read. And then we have the Thunder, then we have the Rockets, then we have the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, the Blazers, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Spurs, and the Suns. Well, I'm guessing the Suns are in there because they are a sleeper team who I definitely did want to see. I, I, I did want to see the Suns. But let's go ahead and go break it back down. I want to break it back down. With the Pelicans. Now the Pelicans, the reason that I'm saying that the league wants to see the Pelicans play. Is the Utah Jazz, okay. Utah Jazz is going to be a, they have to win that game. And if the Utah Jazz aren't at full strength, they should win that game. And then, you know, I'm just running down the Pelicans games that they have to play in order to get in. Mind you, these are teams, this, this team, like just taking a look at here, I, I, they might run the table. They might have one loss. They have to win against the Jazz. They're going to play the Clippers. Really have nothing to play for, so I'm going to be interested to see if they do play hard. So if anything, that's one and one. Mind you, all their games are televised. Because it's a Zion watch fest. All their games are televised. Then we have the Grizzlies. Which the Grizzlies have to find a way to win this game. That's going to be on August 3rd. They have to figure out how to win that game. Then the Pelicans go and face. If the Pelicans are 2-1 and one in the three games that I just stated. Right? 2-1. and one. They face the Kings. Who are not a good team. Then they face the Washington Wizards, who really shouldn't be even in the discussion. Then they face the Spurs, who L.A., LaMarcus Aldridge, is injured, and he says he's done. Then they face the Kings again. Then they face the last game to be announced. If it's going to be televised or not. They face the Magic. That is the easiest... The, the easiest schedule that you can give a team is this. And I'm not saying that they gave it because they're saying that uh, this is a schedule that's going to be leaving off um, from March 11th. So you might want to go check it at basketballreference.com to go ahead and see what their schedule was. I did not do that research. I should have. Could. But so could you. And then I want to go ahead and just take another deep dive on a team. the team that I do want it to make the, the playoffs. Not the Blazers. I've said the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have to win a plethora of games. And it's going to be very tough. I think that they could win their first game, which is against the Spurs. I believe that's, they're going to be win, able to win that. Um, they might lose to the Pelicans because the Pelicans are... I, I don't know how this home and away stuff works, but the Pelicans are going to be a favorite to win that game. So that's one and one. If I'm saying the Pelicans can beat the Jazz and the Jazz are, are a weak power team, meaning that they're they're not at full strength, I think the Jazz are, are going to give up some. Give, yeah, I think the Jazz are going to just uh, if Rudy's not playing, I don't think they're going to win. 
I just don't think they're going to win. So now I'm saying that the the Grizzlies are two and one. Then they go on and then they face. This is who they face after. I'm just saying after they could be two and one. They could beat the Spurs. They might lose to the Pelicans, so that's one and one. I believe they're going to beat the Jazz, so that's two and one. Then they have to face the Thunder. The Thunder with Chris Paul's leadership, tough team to beat. Even a better record. Then they have to face the Raptors. Then they have to face Boston. And their last game, they have to face the Bucks. If they could like come away three and four out of the those games that I've just stated. They might they might get in the playoffs. But you you gotta face the Bucks. Boston, the Raptors, the Thunder, that's that that could be 0-4 right there. So they have to win these three games in order for me to be like, okay, you know what? They have a better chance. But then then you take a look at it. Uh, obviously the league, I'm saying that the league speculation, all this other jazz, wants Zion in the playoffs at all costs. But we still have a team that's in between them, which is the Trailblazers. And I really wanted to go ahead and do a deep dive on this because the Trailblazers don't have it any easier. Like, if they make the playoffs, it's because they, they were at full strength and they won and they deserve to make the playoffs. The reason I'm saying that the Pelicans have the easiest path is because we've already stated who, they, who they're going to play. The Grizzlies, I believe, need to win three games and they, I think that they're going to be in. I do. Because if we're going just based off the record, if we're just going based off the record, the Pelicans are four games away. And there's only seven or eight games that you could play. Even if the Pelicans go, like the Pelicans would have to go 8-0 or 7-0. And Memphis would have to, have to mess it up by going like 2-5. and five. But if they can win three games, I think they're in. But then we have a team that's three games away from them, which is the Trailblazers. And I'm going to just, like, if you're a Trailblazers fan, I feel for you right now. I really, really do because it's going to be tough for you guys to win a game. You got the Boston Celtics. Then you got the Rockets. And these are teams that, that want to improve they're seeding. This is basically the eight games are seeding games. Boston. Then you got the Rockets. Then based on how if Jokic is back or not, you have Denver. And I believe you can win that game because I don't think Denver is going to be at full strength. I don't. The Clippers. You can win that game if the Clippers are like, yo, we're going to be a number two seed. We don't care. If, the Clip, if, if Denver is faulting... Then the Clippers got this. They're going to be a number two seed. So that they can go two and two right there. Then, then you've got to go face the 76ers who are going to want to prove something. Then the Mavs who are going to want to prove something. And I think by then, the Nets are going to already prove something. So if you're just taking a look, I think they're going to lose the first two games off strength. 
because I think the Celtics definitely want to prove that they are a powerhouse, they're a juggernaut. And Rockets want to go ahead and improve their ranking, and they want to make make sure they solidify themselves and and be a better team than the OKC Thunder. But I, like those two games, zero and two, they could go two and two right here against the Nuggets and against the Clippers. Really, depending on record, because the Nuggets and the Clippers are one game back. Of each other. So the Clippers are 44 wins and the Nuggets have 43 wins. So it really depends. If the Clippers come out and they see that the Nuggets lose, I don't think they're going to care. If they can solidify because they're not going to get the number one seed. They're going to get number two. They want to fight for number two all the way. If the Nuggets beat the Blazers, the Clippers are going to beat the Blazers. That's just what I think. And that's right there. That's that's the if. This if you're a Blazers fan, August 6th is the game that you want to watch. Cause if you guys win that game, I believe that you guys beat the Clippers because I don't think the Clippers are gonna have anything to play hard for. I think they they would have been like, okay, we solidified it, we're good. That's what I think. So that's a two and two right there. And then it it's it depends on the Blazers. This really depends on the Blazers. Do I think that they're a better team than the 76ers? No. But do I think Dame is a beast and he wants to win? Yeah. If they can figure out how to beat the 76ers, that's three and two. That's three and two. And you would need, you would need the Grizzlies to go two and five. This is what you're hoping for. You're hoping the Grizzlies go two and five. Unless I like my whole rant, unless this whole podcast, this whole rant is not reading the rules correctly as to how everything, how the playoff is situated, how this eight game or seven game season is situated. Maybe I'm not. Maybe somebody can go ahead and prove me wrong. But what I'm saying is that if we're dependent on the games, because I know that there was somewhere that was said that there's a playing game, but if we're dependent on the games, if the Grizzlies win three games, out of their seven, they're in. If there's a tie record anywhere, um, if there's a three-way tie, Pelicans are going to get in. Because I think the Pelicans, if they play one play-in game, the Pelicans are going to win. I, I, that's what I think. So my best bet, my best bet right now is that the Grizzlies win three. Because if they win two, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But as I go on this rant, that's, that's just how I feel. And teams are starting to report. Well, they have to report next week. So between July 7th and July 9th, teams are going to be reporting to Orlando. And then, then we're going to go ahead and start seeing like the scrimmages, the games, and, and whatnot. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the NBA does because there's going to be no fans. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of uh, cameras there. Um, so do, like, the thing for me that I want to see, like, with the NBA and everything is that I would really like to see, obviously, the, the big thing is the restart. But what I would like to see is, like, camera angles. Who's going to be mic'd up? And how is it going to, how is it going to work out? 
that's what I'm thinking. Is like, how is everything going to work out? How is everything going to be when it comes down to the new NBA or this new norm? Because obviously we're still fighting this pandemic. And it's interesting because it's going to be in Florida. And Florida has the highest in the nation cases of COVID. So, I mean, for me, it's going to be interesting to see how the NBA treats this whole thing. I just think that overall, I just, I, I, I know that I don't think it's a great idea. Uh, people are going to be like, yo, we need the NBA. We need sports. Obviously, we need to do something right now. Um, that's, that's just how people think. Is that we, are they rush? is the NBA rushing it? Um, yeah. I believe so. I think that overall is that it's it's going to be a very interesting time uh, at the end of this month, at the end of, well, the end of the next month because we're still in June. So we have 30 days. The season is going to end no later than October 13th. Um, we already discussed the 22 teams that are going to be in there. We know that, you know, it's basically a summer league on steroids in Orlando. So we have to go ahead and see like the medical protocol and whatnot. Um, like, is it going to be an asterisk next to it? I don't, th- I don't think so because is there an asterisk next to the Spurs in 99 when they won? I don't, I don't think so. You still think about the Spurs as champions. You still call them champions. That's what you do. I mean, you still call them champions. So, how's that going to be broken down? I, this is what I don't understand. With, with the pandemic, with COVID, this is going to be interesting, man. Like, this, to me, is going to be interesting because you have to make sure that I, and I don't know how it works. That's my, that's my, what's baffling my mind is that I don't know how this works. The virus. I don't know if you get it. Can you get it again? If you do your 14 days of quarantine, is it possible that you could still infect somebody else? I don't know. Maybe the NBA knows because they're doing rigorous tests. And that's going to be something that, you know, they know internally. And will they shut it down if, if this was not a good idea? I'm pretty sure they will. I don't think that it's a good idea, but I'm not a medical person. We're going to watch and hope that it works. And so that's with that rant. Let's go back and talk about the NBA, the playoffs. Playoffs are going to start August 17th. Uh, conference finals are going to start um, August 31st. The um, conference semifinals, semifinals are going to be August 31st. The conference finals are going to be September 15th. And the NBA finals are going to be September 30th. So the NBA is really working to get this along. Um, I am interested in seeing because you can go to NBA.com and just look at the frequently asked questions for the 2020 season. And my interesting, like as I scroll down, as I go on the site and I'm scrolling down right now, 
is how the playoffs will work. Seven teams from each conference will have the best record, right? And will have clenched a playoff spot. Usually a tiebreaker scenario goes to the team in, in whoever is seeding. So if, if teams have played four times um, and it's 2-2, whoever, whoever had the better record is obviously... Whoever, not the better record, whoever was seeded higher is going to keep that. Record. I'm explaining this wrong. Let's rewind. If we're doing a tiebreaker, if you have the same record as somebody else, but they are ranked two and you're ranked three, and you've played four times and you split the series, whoever is ranked two is going to stay two. Whoever is ranked three is going to stay three. That's basically what I'm saying. Now, this is what I don't understand, is that the, it says that the eighth seed could potentially come down to a play-in tournament. So I'm only guessing that the reason that this is in there is because the NBA wants to see Zion versus the Lakers in the first round. So uh, how will the play-in tournament work. If the team with the eighth best record in the conference is four or more games ahead of the team with the ninth best record. Oh, so I was wrong this whole time. Okay. Go to NBA.com forward slash NBA dash returns dash 2020 dash FAQ. They really, this is a Zion rule because this doesn't make any sense. Because right now, the Grizzlies are four games ahead (laughs) of the Pelicans. And if you don't believe me, the Grizzlies have 32 wins, the Pelicans have 28. And if you're a Kings fan, I'll throw that in there for you. They actually, they have 28. But this is really, really for the... We, we know the two teams that are in there, okay? So, Grizzlies, Pelicans. It says if... How the play-in tournament will work if the team with the eighth best record in its conference is more than four games ahead of the team in the ni- with the ninth best record in the same conference, no play-in tournament will be necessary. So right now, the Blazers and the Grizzlies would have a play-in tournament. One game. But if the team that is an eighth, with the eighth best record in its conference is four games or fewer ahead of the team with the ninth best record in the same conference, then you'll have to battle for a final playoff spot for these two teams. Wow. The tournament is basically the best of two series. Uh, What? A best of two? Best of two series. Where the ninth seed will have to win a head-to-head game 
have to, oh, they would have to win two head-to-head games to take over the eight spot. I, this doesn't make any sense. We have to see how this plays out. So you got to beat them twice? They're going to have to, maybe somebody's going to have to explain this to me because I do not understand this. I read it. I read it twice. I read it silently. I read it out loud. And I still don't get it. But my thing is that we're, we're going to find out. This is going to be something that's really talked about ESPN, Fox News, Fox Sports. I mean, like, they're going to talk about this. My thing here is that great, the playoffs and everything, but when is the NBA lottery? And this is when we get the NBA lottery, August 25th. And how will the teams be determined? 14 lottery teams, same as before. We'll have eight spots. Well, the 14 lottery teams, the eight teams that did not participate and the six teams that didn't participate uh, or didn't get into the playoffs uh, will be able to go ahead and, and have their chances to win the lottery up there. So that's pretty cool. And this is all stemming from the records of uh, March 11th um, for the eight teams. Uh, And then the 16 teams, obviously we know how that draft works. But this is going to be interesting. I I definitely want to see because I want to see who's winning, who's losing, who's doing what. Anyway, another thing that we wanted to talk about is that the draft lottery obviously is on the 25th, so we'll find out who has the number one seed, who has the number one pick, I mean. Then the, the draft itself is going to be October 16th. So early entry deadline for college players, or well, basically college players, is going to be August 17th. And early entry withdrawal will be October 8th. So that's 10 days before the draft. That's pretty cool. That's, I like that. I, I do like that because you're going to find out on the 25th where or what teams, the ranking of the team of the draft. And then uh, a week prior is that you'll be able to go and say, you know what, I want to go into the draft. You'll be able to do, I guess, the, the facility workouts and whatnot. Um, and then 10 days before the draft you'll be able to say, you know what, um, it doesn't look like I'm going to be there or I'm going to, you know, stay. Whichever one you can do, that's what I'm looking at, is that either you're going to withdraw your name by October 6th or you're going to say I'm, I'm in it for the long haul by October 6th, 6th and then 10 days later you're going to be drafted or maybe not. Um, and then the way that it's going to work is that, I guess because everything is sped up, is teams and free agents uh, can begin negotiating 6 p.m. October 18th. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. The draft, and then two days later, free agency. And then the NBA stated that, you know, they're looking to see uh, the twenty twenty one season. And they want that to start December 1st, 2020. Hmm. Hmm. That's it. I, I have nothing else to say. I mean, you can go see it yourself and basically just read it. Basically, all my talking that I was saying that regarding 
how I thought the NBA was going to do it is, is different. So they do have the Zion rule. Um, and as you, as you can tell, the Zion rule is basically like you, you have a chance. As long as you stay within four games of eighth place, you are guaranteed a playoff or, or a play-in tournament. So that's going to be interesting to see. I'm interested in seeing this. I just hope that the NBA is not, well, I mean, it's a business, but I definitely do hope that the NBA is not over, overly greedy to not, to th- not think about these players. So I, I don't know. And then to top that off, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. Um, the WNBA season, and I didn't give that enough love, but the WNBA season is going to be also um, in Florida at the IMG. And they're going to be playing as well. So I'm interested in seeing Ducks, Quack Quack, Sabrina go ahead and play for the New York Liberty. And, and, and from there, like, we'll, I'll give updates with the WNBA as well. Like, let me see when their season starts, to, just to be fair, because I did go on a rant with the, with the NBA. I just want to see when their season is going to tip off. Because the Washington Mystics are the defending champions. And I think it's only fair to go ahead and just take a look at the schedule. Because they're going to be playing in July. I believe they're going to be playing the same thing in July. I know they are. I know that they're going to be playing in July. So the only thing is, if you go to their website, maybe I'm not doing it right. But when you go click on schedule, it does not show you. It doesn't show you. Like, here we go. Here we go. Found it. So it looks like uh, they're going to have a 22-game season, followed by a traditional playoff format. Uh, This is for the WNBA uh, beginning in July. Um, Yeah, it looks like everything is there. I mean, if you go to WNBA.com and just go to plan uh, to tip off 2020 season, you'll be able to go and see they're going to be in the same state but it doesn't look like the same vicinity. So I'm going to be interested to see, like, how that plays out. How that actually plays out. But with that being said, I mean, you know, this is The Dime. I'm your host, The Mad Jotter. Uh, we've been able to go ahead and just give a NBA comeback with a WNBA comeback there. Um... Shout out to Black Lives Matter. Shout out to um, all the social movements, the protests, the peaceful protests, and everything that needs to be done in the world, taking care of yourself, uh, being able to go ahead and uh, stay protected, wear a mask. If you can stay in the house, stay in the house. But with that being said, I mean, this is the dime. I'm your host, the Mad Jotter. This has been this has been a nice little comeback, yo. It's been a nice little comeback. We out.
Perfect.